Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. O my soul, praise Him, for He is thy health and salvation. All ye who hear, now to His temple draw near. Join me in glad The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. It's going to be one of those days. You can tell from the dulcet tones on the other side of the table, not that you know there's another side of the table, but that Cameron is over there. Hi! And I'm over here, which means we are here this week to tell you that even the planet needs redemption. Yeah, we know. You, Revelation you, says that. You That's supposed to be a new heavens and a new earth. that you know that. You would be wrong. Uh-oh. <laughs> let, me, yeah. let me guess. It ain't a biblical redemption we're talking about, is oh, it? Oh, it's going to be all sorts of good stuff today. All righty. We are going to dive right into the ridiculousness right off the bat. Okay. Here you we ready? go. Yeah, I'm ready. This Canadian woman who is facing breathing problems is possibly the world's first patient to suffer from the direct effects of climate change. I need yeah. some foreboding music. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so what makes her so dang special? According to the doctors, oh. the poor air quality and heat waves are responsible for her condition. The 70-something-year-old was diagnosed after a heat wave by Dr. Kyle Merritt. All of her health problems have worsened, and she's really struggling to stay hydrated. We had to figure out how to cool someone in the emergency department. People were running out to the dollar store to buy spray bottles, said the head of, emer- of the emergency department. Wait a minute. They do know how to have, help people with heat stroke. Emergency room, that is standard practice in school. Apparently not in Canada. Uh, yeah, apparently not in Canada. What, does she live like at the Arctic Circle of, of Canada? No, she's in Canada, the, um, the British Columbia, Vancouver area. They get summer heat. This is not the first time she's been hot. Well, you know, thing. Whatever. All right, carry on. Carry Canada on. saw a historic heat wave in June. Unfortunately, it followed with a thick smog season kindled by the multiple wildfires. I like how they have smog season. Smog season. Smog! British Columbia, the (laughs) westernmost region of the nation, saw record-breaking temperatures earlier this year. According to experts, it led to over 500 deaths. That is tragic. That is, Additionally, the wildfires worsened the air quality by 43 times than the acceptable level. Okay. So they couldn't breathe. Gotcha. The doctor in British Columbia noted that the senior citizen was suffering from asthma. This is back to our 70-something-year-old woman. Okay. Back to the original. But this was the first time that he attributed climate change as a direct cause of suffering. If we're not looking at the underlying cause and we're just treating the symptoms, we're just going to keep falling further and further behind, he said. This is me trying to just process what I'm seeing. We're in the emergency department. We look after everybody, from the most privileged to the most vulnerable, from cradle to grave. We see everyone. And it's hard to see people, especially the most vulnerable people in our society, being affected. It's frustrating. So they put on her little medical form. Asthma due to climate change. Climate change. She has the official diagnosis of climate change. So it's her fault. She is climate change. No, it's your fault. 
Oh, it's my fault. It's always going to be somebody. So fault. that is. The, so what was the the diagnosis? So he diagnosed her with she's climate an change. Yeah, she's as okay. She's a seventy year old plus asthmatic during you know uh, the warmest uh, summer uh, they've had in over fifty years, and then during a wildfire time. She probably didn't live in that area uh, so hot when she was in her early teens and 20s, which would cause the asthma to start with. You can have asthma for years and never have an issue well, she's an asthma- until well, no, she was you're a, older. She's a documented asthmatic. You're trying to read Oh, okay. Now. I was she's thinking. She's an asthmatic gotcha. who went through the summer that they had last summer in British Columbia. Remember they were yeah, freaking yes. out in the Pacific Northwest over Yeah, people that. got air conditioning for the first time. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, so she lives in an area that doesn't get exceptionally hot. And it's, okay. it's like when it gets down to the 20s in the south and people are like oh we're oh, all gonna die and we're climate all looking, change going, or freezing. it's 10 degrees today people yeah, really. yeah but, barely but when, <laughs> but when it's 65 345 days a year or warmer 20 is cold yes it is yes, just it like is. when it was minus 50 here a couple years ago and we walked outside when it was 10 degrees and be like oh it's nice yeah like sunshine. 10 more degrees we'll be getting bathing suits out yeah because when it warms up by 60 degrees yeah. it's warm so, okay so she's always had yeah, she's asthma asthmatic who, God, he's just blaming the asthma attack not on the fact that there's Un, unusual heat, which averages over 100 years as normal, and the fact that there's smog from wildfire smoke, which every firefighter has to deal with yes. this and there's a fire, he's attributing that to climate change. Yes. Oh. Okay. Hey, at least he's the first doctor to actually diagnose something. Well, but here's the Whatever. Thing. Is okay. climate change a medical condition? No, it's not a medical no, condition. No, it is not. No, it's a heart condition. Christian? Understand this and understand this very well. None, none of the governmentally funded institutions are your friend. Mm-mm. I didn't say all the people in them are bad. I didn't say all the people involved in them are evil. But none of the institutions themselves are your friend. Yeah. This is ridiculous. This is not medicine. No, this it's is not. not looking at the body and figuring out what's wrong with it. This is taking something that's wrong with the body and then blaming something else. Some other thing. Oh, this is climate change's fault. You have an asthmatic when it's 100 degrees out in, in a cloudy and smoggy day. She's going to have problems. You say if she had just simply moved like 200 miles south of where she lives in the summer, she would have asthma problems all the time. Yeah. She probably lives there because her asthma when she was younger is just easier to breathe. Now, here's why this but, matters. Yeah. Why, why is this story important? Because I can promise you, this will be not the, this will not be the last time you see this. Why? Because what they're basically the argument is, whose fault is it that it's, this woman is suffering? It's not my fault. It's all you people. See, this is why you have to go get, regardless of how you feel about these things. This is why you have to wear your mask. This is why you have to be vaccinated. Remember the argument from last year: if it will save just, just one, one life, life, it ruins everybody else's life. But the argument becomes this yeah. now to the tyranny of empathy. And we've talked uh-huh. about that before. The tyranny yeah. of empathy. Christian living demands that you are not guided by feels, Mm-mm. but you are guided by nose. And I don't mean yeah. you smell good. I mean <laughs> you are guided by what is true and right and accurate. Yes, what you so, know versus what well, you feel. Well, it was hot, so her asthma was worse. Okay, I get that. So it's climate change. It's your fault. No, it isn't. Mm-mm. That's not how this game is played. Now. Why is that important? Would you like to hear the other stories? I'm afraid that one was 
bad, but okay. All right, let's go ahead. Bite the bullet. California has banned the sale of new gas-powered lawnmowers, leaf blowers, chainsaws, and other small motor lawn care tools under a bill signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom on Monday. Therefore, more wildfires and yard fires because nothing will be kept up. The new law requires small motor landscaping equipment to be zero emission, meaning that they must be battery-powered or plug-in by 2024, or as soon as the California Air Resources Board determines it is feasible to make the transition. New portable gas power generators are required to be zero emission by 2028 or later if the agency says so. Okay. Can I point out something? Go for we it. We keep forgetting. Zero emissions. It cannot hurt the environment. What is a battery acid? Wait. When that battery goes bad, what happens to all that battery acid? You can't recycle batteries. The ban covers all engines that produce less than 25 gross horsepower, including lawnmowers, weed trimmers, chainsaws, golf carts, specialty vehicles, generators, and pumps, and probably a few Hondas while we're at it. I was about to say, and and, and Priuses, too. Under 25 horsepower? It doesn't produce enough to do anything. It does not apply to on-road motor vehicles, off-road motorcycles, all-terrain vehicles, boats, snowmobiles, model airplanes, or cars. Gas-powered equipment purchased before the ban goes into effect can still be used. The author of the bill, Assemblyman Mark Berman, praised the governor for signing the law banning dangerous lawn care equipment. What makes this lawn care equipment so dangerous? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Governor Newsom, for signing my bill to ban the sale of gas-powered leaf blowers and small, uh, other small engine equipment beginning in 2024. This equipment is dangerous to the workers who use it, disruptive to communities, and terribly damaging to our climate, Berman tweeted. According to Berman, California will spend $30 million to assist professional landscapers and gardeners <laughs> to make the transition from gas-powered to electric equipment. <laughs> However, an industry expert who spoke to the Times said that an estimated 50,000 California businesses will be impacted by the new law, and $30 million won't be enough to help them cover the cost nope. of the new law. The cost the new law will impose. Here's why that won't be the case. Okay. You don't make your money as a lawn care and landscaping person off of like 10 lawns. No, uh uh-uh. You make your money off of like 10 lawns this morning. Yeah, you have 10 at like 10 in the morning. Yeah, you got a lot. You got like seven people working for you and each of them have 10 lawns a day. The reason (laughs) these crazy people use gas-powered everything is most homeowners chafe at the idea of you like coming into their home to plug in all of your equipment to do their yard that they're paying you to do. Yeah, you can use up their electricity now. Likewise, Good job. the average battery on these things runs like an hour. So what's this guy supposed to do? Lug around 28 batteries all day? Uh-huh. <sighs> and all those little cells sitting there just slowly getting worse and worse, biodegrading. Now, here you go. We're not dealing with common sense. No. We're not dealing with logic. We're dealing mm-hmm. with we have to keep that poor asthmatic woman in Vancouver from suffering during the heat that was caused by our weed eaters. (laughs) Then again, this is California. This is also the same place where 95% of everything in the United States, including natural stuff, can cause cancer, but nowhere else. (laughs) Do you not remember Prop 95? Uh, It's on uh, everything. 65, 65, yeah. Everything you buy has been known to cause cancer in California, not anywhere else. So, don't use it in California. You're good to go. But okay, outside well, of California, cross the border. Yeah, don't cross. You live right on that border, but don't you cross it or you're going to get cancer because something's going to give it to you in works. California. California is cancer. Natural. That's what I'm well, hearing. 
There's a joke in there that I'm not going to make. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, now, why, this is no, crazy. Well, it this is crazy. It, it's, it's not logically making sense, and it just, it's... Uh-uh. We talked. I think it was last week we talked about this. Uh-huh. What's the cure for all of these problems? Common sense? No, 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 no. no. The, the right world, perspective. The world, no, 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 no. Oh, which I don't, one? I mean, the world introduces uh-huh. a problem. Uh-huh. What's the cure for all of these problems? COVID is here. What's the cure? We'll throw a bunch of money from the uh, government at it, and then everybody just do what we tell you. Yeah. Climate change is a problem. What's the cure? Throw money at it. And we'll then just pay let the government you tell not. you what to do. The, yeah. cure, the, the cure for all of these problems seems to be the same. It's almost like they're just throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, the government Racism did. is the problem. What do we need to do? We need to throw a bunch of money at diversity programs and just do what the government tells you. Yeah. In other words, don't think, don't follow a higher authority. Follow us. We know We'll tell. When government forgets God, government, government seeks be, to become be God. God, including things like, we'll tell you how to exercise dominion over the uh-huh. creation. We'll tell you what the creation is doing. We'll tell you what the creation can tolerate. We'll tell you what you do in this creation. You don't answer to God. You answer to us. Mm-hmm. Now, am I taking that to a bit of an extreme conclusion? Yes. Why? Mm. Because that's where the slope ends for everything. Again, the guys, what's, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? In this news cycle, about three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very, very true. But yeah. It's... As Christians, this is again why I point out, look, our climate is broken. Duh. Yeah. Our planet is broken broken yes because sin corrupts what everything to what level to every level which means the planet doesn't like you nope it wants to kill you Mm -hmm. because you're a plague upon it yeah short of redemption romans 8 Mm -hmm. none of that is going to change that's why there's going to be wars and rumors of wars and disasters and Natural famine and plagues and pestilence none of this is surprising to the christian who Truly believes what God's word says. But it's surprising to the human who thinks that our progress, this is the myth of human progress, is that mm-hmm. if we just get a little bit smarter and if we all come together a little bit better, then we will make our planet perfect. In yeah. other words, ye be like, like me. God. Yeah, like God. Yeah. You, we, what are we attempting to do? We'll Same. cleanse it, we'll, fix we'll it. redeem it. We'll perfect it. it. We'll perfect you and me and the planet and everything. The fundamental rejection is the rejection of God. Yeah. Now, these attacks have multiple prongs. Mm -hmm. Stop me if you've heard this one before, Christian. We will attack from a scientific perspective. We're diagnosing asthmatics with climate change. Then we'll attack from a governmental perspective. We'll make new laws to prevent you from doing the evil thing that we have decided, like, last week is evil. Yeah. And then we will attack you with the opinion. In my opinion. New locusts for a new world. Oh, no. This is number three. Story number three. Oh, it's an opinion. Okay. I hate opinions. (laughs) Into these perfect October afternoons, when light gleams on the red dogwood berries and the blue arrowwood berries and the purple beauty berries... On the last of the many-colored zinnias of the last of the yellow marigolds and the last of the white snake root flowers, 
on the shining hair of babies in strollers and the shining ponytails of young mothers and the tender shining heads of old men walking dogs into the midst of all this beauty, the kind of beauty that makes despair seem like only a figment of the midnight imagination, the monsters arrive. Someone spent way too many hours in their creative writing class. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my only thought is, okay, this, when you start talking about babies and when I'm like, okay, now, first we're in nature, now we're talking about babies and mothers and ponies. Dickens thinks this person is over the top. This is, this is creepy. They come in a deafening, surging swarm, what, blasting love? from lawn to lawn and filling the air with the stench of gasoline and death. What? I would call them mechanical locusts. Descending upon every patch of gold in the neighborhood, the way the grasshoppers of old would arrive, in numbers so great they darkened the sky to lay bare a cornfield in minutes. But that comparison is unfair to locusts. Okay. Grasshoppers belong here. Gasoline-powered leaf blowers are invaders. The most maddening of all the maddening environment-destroying tools of the American lawn care industry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. First off, I do have to say one thing. You don't like my dramatic telling of this? No, I love it. It's actually, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I love it. But <laughs> the thing that's, that's getting me, that's making me laugh is I'm remembering back to the first time I went up to... Um, Oh, no. Rock Cut State Park with the kids like, a couple of years ago when we first moved here. And I went. we went for a walk in the fall, and the leaves have cha- had changed. They'd fallen. It's really beautiful fall up this area. Not like we have. and We still have pretty falls in the south, but they just don't last. <laughs> but anyway, so we're walking through, and as we come around the corner on the, the path, I hear a leaf blower. And I walk around the corner, and a man is walking through the wooded path, blowing the leaves off the wooden path. <laughs> And I looked at the kids, and the kids like, why is he blowing the leaves? You're, and my son goes, you're in the woods. That's where the leaves belong. Are you dumb? <laughs> Looking up, he had headphones on. I'm like, no, son, that's not nice. But I was thinking the same thing, like going, okay, in your yard, I like leaves. To me, it's, it's fall glitter. But, okay, we're talking about, there are people who do go overboard with leaf blowers. I agree. I don't think leaf blowers are really all that great. Yeah, okay. Nearly but... <laughs> Nearly everything about how Americans, air quotes, care for their lawn is deadly. I wouldn't go that far. Not at all. Pesticides prevent wildflower seeds from germinating and poison the insects that feed songbirds and other wildlife. Lawnmower blades set too low chop into the bits... Chop into bits the snakes and turtles and baby rabbits that can't get away in time. Mulch piled too deep <laughs> smothers ground nesting bees and often the very plants that the mulch is supposed to protect as well. Carry on. But the gasoline power leaf blower exists in a category of environmental hell all its own. It's Spewing pollutants. <laughs> Carbon monoxide, smog-forming nitrous oxides, carcinogenic hydrocarbons into the atmosphere at a literally breathtaking rate. Yeah, if you're inhaling the exhaust that's just coming right out with a straw, you're walking behind them going, anymore, anymore. I mean, come on. Okay, keep it. Now, look, noise pollution, I'll give you. I don't like one. I'm like, what is that noise? It's like a lawnmower, hums, a leaf blower does not. It's annoying, but still... This, this has is over moved the top. beyond preference. Oh yeah, this is my picking. This, this is, is this is not picking a fight. 
what is this author doing? And he's painting the picture of any type of care for your lawn, whether it's grass cutting or spraying chemicals to kill insects and whatnot or put on something to make your grass look better. He's, he's just... The fact that you even do anything in your yard to keep your family safe from invasive critters is bad. You... Bad is not the word he would use. Oh, no. It's, it's horrific. It's terrifying. No, it's, no, it's there's, there's a more specific Atrocious. Word. It's sinful. There it is. <laughs> it's sinful. He is drawing a... Moral, moral line. Equivalence. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's wrong. He's drawing a moral line. Mm. See? See? You people... Now, look. Full disclosure. You ready? I am not a yard person. No, you're not. Personal opinion. People who are yard people are not trustworthy. <laughs> you're, you're, there, there's sorry. a fine if, line. If you're a lawn person, and you know what I mean when I... I don't mean like you just like having your grass cut. Yeah, if, that's if me. If you're a lawn person, and you're like, well, we got to aerate, and then we got to put the pesticides out, and I got this fertilizer for this Grub summer. killer, and, and, and yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, you're out yeah. there with a ruler to measure the yard growth. I mean, if you're, you know the mean when I say the yard people. Yes. If you're a yard person, we're not friends. <laughs> I don't dislike <laughs> you as a human being, but you're just not my people. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You're, you're, you're not a lawn person. I'm not a yard person. However, I do not think... Yard no. people are evil. No. What's the equivalency being drawn in this article? See, there's grasshoppers and there's grass and little baby bunnies and bugs that we need and they're going to feed the birds that sing and you evil Americans with your lawnmowers that chop the turtles and the snakes because who has ever made a positive moral argument outside of Steve Irwin for a snake. Let's just think that one through for a second there. Uh, okay. There's a reason As why... As a farmer? They, there's a reason why they're universally they reviled in humanity. Yeah, yeah. They stay out in the woods. You yeah. let them be. But there's yeah, a reason. They don't come they don't. on your... Uh, nah. But yeah. you're killing the snakes and you're, you're smothering with your pesticides the bugs that feed the birds. And This is a moral argument. Yes, they belong. You, you do don't. not. Yeah. You are argument. the locust. To which I say. You are the plague upon this good place. Um, that bird that you love so much is a flying rat yes. that carries disease and pestilence. Yes, they do. Those bugs that you enjoy so much will destroy, will destroy the your in. yard, your flowers, your home, and your body as they gnaw upon it. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. The, you, you have to, nature, when God says to, to Adam to have dominion, it not means to go in there and destroy it all. It means to keep it in check because nature in and of itself, Adam after was, the fall, will kill you. Adam have you been to the South? Adam wasn't a hippie. <laughs> no, he was not. Forget he was not. Go to Australia. Well, true, Australia. But I'm just saying the South here in the U.S. because we have thorn bushes. We've got snakes. We have over 20,000 different snakes that will bite you and kill you and infect you and whatnot. It's, yeah, nature in and of itself will try to kill you. You keep it in check. This is why when you see, well, it's just an asthmatic being labeled in a Canadian hospital. That's one of... Many, many pieces. What would be the best? no. That's one of the scribes. Gotcha. Of this religion. 
Yeah. And when you see governors and councilmen proposing legislation on how you'll exercise dominion, well, now you're into your administrators. Uh-huh. This one right here, this is a priest. Yeah. He is holier than thou because he's the one writing about it. Yet, mind you, he's the one also eating the food that the bugs this are eating and, eat and living in the homes. It's nothing to do with hypocrisy. I think it is. This is the but, homily. Yeah. This is your weekly lectionary reading on how this religion is to be followed and why this religion is to be followed. In other words, put yourself in the right position. This is what... This is what the Christian worship service is meant to do. It is meant to reorient your heart and mind around the realities of the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It is meant to instruct you to guide your mind and your soul so that you will then walk rightly according to the precepts of Scripture. Yes. That entire article is meant to do what? Reorient Mm -hmm. your heart and mind so that you will walk rightly according to the precepts of their scripture. Yeah, you're right. That yes, way right. you won't question the work that the scribe does, mm-hmm. and you'll obediently follow along because you see the wisdom of your leaders as they tell you how you should exercise dominion. Once again, them, not us. Because again, they're not telling you we're not exercising dominion. They're just going to tell you how? Because we don't want you to exercise dominion according to your religion. We want you to exercise dominion according to ours. Yeah. And every man-made religion at some point has entered into its crusade phase. Oh, so that's what we are now? We're in the Basically, crusade? That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what this looks like. We're going after everybody who... Burn the heretics. ...done anything. Yeah. Remove the blight from upon you. This the, Welcome to why... You know, this is why you got to eat the bugs, right? Because you need to reorient how you view the world around you. Yeah. Because you need to change the way you care for your home. Whose home was it supposed to be again? Hmm. Whose yard was it supposed to be again? Look, I cannot be a yard person, and I can look at your yard and be like, I don't know why you're a yard person, but I can leave you alone to be your yard yeah. person because I have this thing where I'm accountable to God, and you are so too. You. Yeah. But in the world system, we're all accountable to each other. Because that's the tyranny. Yeah. That's where the empathy comes in. Because now you have to care about the suffering of the person in British Columbia that you don't care about. Because you're causing the problem. Because you won't get in line. Because here's going to be the best part. Mm -hmm. So you've got your... You've got your electric car and your electric leaf blower and your, you know, you're not even cutting your grass anymore. It's just, it's just a field of wildflowers where we commune with the baby bunnies and the snakes, which by the way, what would those snakes probably be eating? Baby bunnies <laughs> and the baby birds. <laughs> but, so anyway. Yep. So you're communing with all of this nature and you're no longer the lawn person and you're no longer dealing with those evil leaf blowers and, and you have everything and we're singing Kumbaya and drinking Coke and holding hands across America and all of that. I never liked Coca-Cola. Hey, now you know well, why. You, you know what's going <laughs> to you know be the next thing. What's that? Something. Something, yeah. It'll something. never be enough because uh-uh. the minute it's enough is the minute we have satisfied our God. And when is sin satisfied? It never is. It never, never is. Never, ever, ever. So nope. pay attention, Christian. Look, should we care for the planet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who is we? The individual people. Yeah, so the individuals. And Christians more so because 
we understand and see it rightly from God's perspective. But that starts with who? The individual. Yes. The individual, the individual. responsible unto God, God for yeah. how he stewards the good things that God has given. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering why the challenges always seem to be pushing you away from responsibility to God and toward responsibility towards something else, it's because it's not over, it's not about caring for the creation. It's not about climate change. It's about rejecting mm-hmm. and pulling you away from God. God. So what have we learned here today, children? I want to get off the world. We will blame <laughs> everything but the actual problem. Yes. We will regulate ourselves into oblivion. Oh, God. And science is really just a brand new pagan religion if it serves the purposes of the world. What is that, Scientology? Is that what we're <laughs> going to start calling it Scientology? Follow the science. Oh, you mean science? You study Scientology. Apparently. Yeah, it's gone deeper than we realize. Yeah. Pay attention, Christian. The world is a very, very, very weird place. And I was having such a good morning. Well, I can always fix that. (laughs) Well, you have done that, so. You're welcome. (laughs) I appreciate it. Have your fun. Until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.